We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oregon football lost a major recruiting battle to USC earlier this week, but it's not the end of the world, and I'm going to tell you why on today's episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. And we're back like we never left. Oregon fans, what's going on? How's everybody living? Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. It is Tuesday, June 6th, 2023. And in case you're new here, I'm your host, Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest, covering the Oregon Ducks over on Fan Nation, part of the Sports Illustrated Network. Excited to have you along for another episode of the pod today. Whether you're listening to us on your podcasting platform of choice, or whether you're watching along on YouTube at Oregon Football Max Taurus. Happy to have you along. Reminder to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Uh, really appreciate all of those of you that have done so already and your continued support of what I do, the work I do covering Oregon football and Oregon football recruiting. You know I can't get enough of it, and it is just so much fun. So if you listen to that opening, you might be asking yourself, Max, why are we talking about USC? If there's one thing I know, it's that people who read my work, Oregon fans in particular, don't love to hear about what USC is doing, especially when things go well for USC. But it's important to talk about USC because they're Oregon's main recruiting rival in the Pac-12, and they're going to continue to be a major competition, major competitor for Oregon once they head to the Big Ten. And USC has gone on a serious recruiting heater to start off the week, landing, I think, four or five commitments on Monday. And one of them had some particular overlap with Oregon. And I'm talking about 2024 Gardena, California, Sarah cornerback, Dakota Fields. Dakota Fields, 6'2", 185, 190-pound corner uh, from Sarah, like I mentioned. Uh, he had released a top seven, and uh, but I kind of knew this one was down to Oregon and USC. I've been covering this one pretty closely for a while especially uh, once I, when I was covering Roger Pleasant after I moved to Southern California last season, I knew that Dakota was the next big guy out of Sarah that Oregon was going to go after. So it was down to a top seven, but I knew this was Oregon versus USC all day. So Dakota Fields committed to USC after taking an official visit over the weekend, and that was a major recruiting win for the Trojans. And, you know, some other industry experts, some other recruiting analysts put their predictions in for Oregon a long time ago. And I, I never did. I, I never felt confident enough that this was a guy that Oregon was absolutely going to land. You know, there's no perfect science. There's no guarantees in recruiting. But 
even though Oregon was in such strong position, especially after signing Roger Pleasant, Dalen Austin, Solomon Davis, all corners out of Southern California last year, I never had the feeling that USC was going to go away. And I knew that the Trojans were lurking. And I felt that dating all the way back to February earlier this year when I was leaving Roger Pleasant's commitment ceremony at Sarah in Gardena. The, there was one big feeling, and it was that USC let this one slip away, this one being Roger Pleasant. And I knew that they weren't going to let that happen again. Um, you know, and we're seeing that with Dakota Fields, you know, his latest commitment to USC. So I don't think that this was a missed opportunity by Oregon. I think it was really just USC making Fields a priority as a top Southern California guy and a top defensive guy in the area. And it's, you know, the latest installment of the Riley versus Lanning recruiting battles that we're going to see for years to come, as long as both of those guys are head coaches at their respective programs. Um, so I think that this is a bummer for Oregon for sure. Um, you know, I thought they had a really good shot to land fields, but like I mentioned, I, I never felt confident enough to, to file a prediction for this one. And, um, you know, it's, I think it's a statement that, uh, you know, USC is, is figuring things out in terms of high school recruiting, seeing that they had previously been, uh, been so heavily focused on the portal. So that's enough about USC. But like I said, at the beginning of the episode, it's not the end of the world for Oregon. Oregon has one corner committed in the 2024 class and Ify Obadegwu, All-American caliber guy out of Baltimore, Maryland, St. Francis Academy. And they signed five corners in 2023, and they even brought in two more corners from the transfer portal to shore up their depth in Kyrie Jackson from Alabama, Nico Reed from Colorado. So we're all up to speed here. We're on the same page. So we're going to be focusing on cornerback recruiting pretty much for the rest of this episode, all right? Um, so... Now that Dakota Fields is off the board to USC, had previously been scheduled to take an official visit to Oregon on that big June 23rd weekend. You know, I haven't confirmed whether he's going to take that trip or not anymore, but probably makes sense to reason that he's not going to. Or at least it's, you know, in jeopardy now that he's committed to USC. So what other corners are Oregon is Oregon going after now in the in the 2024 class now that Fields is is, you know, more or less off the board? Um Let's talk about one that is a little bit of a newer name um, on Oregon's radar right now. We're talking about Chris Johnson, the second out of Alito High School in Texas. Chris Johnson, the second, uh, Chris Johnson Jr. You also see him uh, reference as Chris Johnson Jr. He is a four-star recruit. Looking at the 247 Sports Composite, he is a .8927. He's, the, he's ranked the number 402 player nationally the number 37 corner and the number 66 player in the state of Texas. Uh, he recently announced the top six, um, you know, in this past month or so, I want to say it was, um, let me go ahead and, and pull it up here so we can, or I'll pull it up on my screen so I can reference it, but top six for Chris Johnson of SMU, Arkansas, Arizona state, Oregon, Utah, and Louisville. So why am I telling you about, Chris Johnson, well, I think the most, the biggest update is that he's going to be on campus today, Tuesday, June 6th. He's going to be taking a multi-day unofficial visit June 6th through the 8th as the Ducks really kind of ramp things up in their pursuit of Johnson. Um, we know that the Ducks have loved to pursue players from uh, the state of Texas, the Lone Star State. They definitely did it in the 2023 class, and we're seeing it once again in the 2024 class with a pair of commitments already. Aaron Flowers, safety out of Forney, Texas, and then uh, Jackson Ford, a tight end out of Melissa, Texas. 
So Chris Johnson Jr. is really shooting up Oregon's board right now. Uh, Ducks offered this spring. I want to say it was in April, and they have continued to stay in contact with him heavily. Uh, Demetrius Martin, Antonio Parks, two of the guys that are really leading the way here. Dan Lanning also taking a personal involvement in this recruitment as they really look to pivot from Dakota Fields uh, now that he is off the board. But uh, Johnson's got a loaded month of June when it comes to visits that are scheduled. You can read my latest update with full quotes from him over on DucksDigest.com. Always important that you guys stay locked in over there for my latest written content, written coverage of Oregon on the recruiting trail. A couple other schools that uh, Johnson's going to be getting out to. He's going to make it up to Eugene today, this week, for an unofficial visit, and then he's going to stay out west for a little bit, take an official visit with Arizona State as Kenny Dillingham and the Sun Devils are also involved. And then he's going to take about a week off from the visits, and then he's going to hit the road again to Arkansas, make it out to Fayetteville to visit with Sam Pittman and the Razorbacks out there in SEC country for an official visit. And then what's he going to do to wrap up the month? Well, he's going to be making it out west again. That's right. Two visits to Oregon in one month as Chris Johnson II will return to Eugene for his official visit with Oregon on June 21st to the 23rd. Uh, we're going to be seeing a lot more midweek official visits now that a lot of these recruits uh, have wrapped up their junior years or, you know, wrapped up the school year. And it's a lot easier to visit schools during the week. So Oregon's going to be getting that official visit to close out the month of June. And then what else do we know? Well, we know that he is going to be targeting to make his college commitment on July 4th. So Oregon, as of right now, gets the, the last official visit. Um, we'll see if any other trips, you know, any other trips come to fruition, but you know, the writing's on the wall there, guys, two trips to Oregon in one month, uh, Oregon's turning up the effort on the recruiting trail in the state of Texas. Uh, and then, you know, looking to make his decision in early July. So I'm trying to put you guys on here and let you guys know that Chris Johnson, the second is a major name to watch for Oregon when it comes to cornerback recruiting here in the 2024 class as he starts his unofficial visit with the Ducks today. Um, you know, he's talking about how he's also been texting with Ify Obadegwu since uh, Oregon offered. And, you know, it's really, you know, Oregon's one of those dream schools for him. And, you know, getting that offer is kind of a dream to, rea dream to reality. And he's saying that he kind of just wants to see how far he could push it. So you can go ahead and read the story over on DucksDigest.com. But just telling you guys that, you know, there's some serious interest, it looks like, between Chris Johnson II and Oregon here early on in the month of June. But Chris Johnson is not the only corner that Oregon is still actively recruiting here in the 2024 class. I think everybody probably knew that, but there's another one that we have to talk about. Dakota Fields is off the board out of Southern California to USC, but how about Xavier Brown? The Santa Ana modern day cornerback is still heavily considering Oregon uh, as we kind of head into the summer here. You know, modern day just wrapped up their spring game last week, their spring football season, uh, spring practice. Uh, last week, I was out there in Santa Ana for their spring game, and they were missing a lot of their headliner guys. And Xavier Brown was one of those guys because he just took his official visit to USC over the past weekend. And he's working from a top four right now as he works towards a decision, I believe, this summer, working from a top four of Oregon, Alabama, Ohio State, and USC. There have been some previous reports, smoke, rumors, whatever you want to call it. I wasn't able to confirm it, but I did see some reports out there uh, of, uh, I think it was an early July or July 1st official visit to Oregon. But after speaking to some sources in Eugene, he's going to be back in Eugene before then, which would put it 
in the month of June. So now I think Xavier Brown absolutely becomes one of Oregon's main targets at corner uh, in the 2024 class. I think he already was, uh, you know, a top target for Oregon, but but now you're seeing him probably prioritized even more seeing that Dakota Fields is off the board to USC. USC, also important to note, they're recruiting 2024 St. John Bosco corner Marcellus Williams, whose brother Max Williams plays for the Trojans right now, uh, has really battled injuries throughout his college career, but had a really good bounce back season in 2022 for the Trojans. So important to note family ties, relationships. You know, we say it all the time, relationships play a big role when it comes to recruiting. But Zabian Brown, Zabian Brown is one of those other elite corners out of the West Coast that we um, on the West Coast that we know that Demetrius Martin uh, and the rest of that you know defensive back staff have really coveted at Oregon for for quite some time, um, and it looks like they might be getting his final official visit. Although we you know we're still trying to see when he's going to be making his college decision. I don't believe he has locked in a date just yet as of right now, but. You know, he's one of the best in the entire country. And he played his seven on seven ball with South Florida Express this spring, going up against some of the top skill talent throughout the country, uh, even just on South Florida Express. It's it's kind of an interesting trend, you know, that we're seeing. Um, especially on the seven on seven circuit, we're seeing guys from all over the country flying into these tournaments, playing with teams that they're not even necessarily located uh in that region. So it's it's a lot to keep track of, but you know, that's just one of the little notes. One of the little tidbits that I've been able to, uh, you know, get from uh, this this past season and, you know, the spring. So Xavier and Brown, I'd say, you know, him and Chris Johnson are, are absolutely up there in terms of Oregon's main corner targets in the 2024 class. And I think it's important, again, to revisit this question of how many corners does Oregon want to take in this class? You already have one committed and Ify Obadegwu. I've already talked about how much I like him as a player and, you know, how he fits in Dan Landing's scheme with Demetrius Martin and company, but you, you hit the cornerback spot so hard in the 23 cycle. And then you also bolstered it with a couple of guys from the transfer portal. At least one of them, I think has multiple years of eligibility remaining in, um, in Nico Reed. So you also have to factor that in. Not only did you bring in all these corners from the high school ranks, you know, obviously they have, you know, four or five years of eligibility left. Um, or four, I should say, but you also have these guys that have multiple years of eligibility that you brought in from the portal. So how does that factor into your bigger equation? Um, so I think that that all goes to say Oregon has the uh, luxury here, a uh, luxury of being selective in who they ultimately want to take. And when you're finding yourself in that position to, you know, more or less hand pick some of these top targets from some of the best high school football programs in the country. I mean, guys, we're not talking about just your average, you know, high school team, you know, your Cinderella story from Friday night lights, whatever it is. We're talking about St. Francis Academy. We're talking about modern day. And then, you know, even in this highlight, Bishop Gorman, Oregon isn't recruiting anybody from there right now uh, at corner specifically, but they got Cody DeCambra from Gorman in the 2024 class. So, Dan Lanning and company, they're going across the country and going against the best programs in college football for the best recruits. Uh, and they're doing it at a variety of positions. You know, you got Michael Van Buren out of St. Francis Academy as well over Penn State and, and Maryland. Um, and then Oregon has so many guys from modern day that they're going after in the 2024 class. You know, just another note, 
that came uh, that came out today. Jack Wrestler, Under Armour All-American wide receiver, has Oregon in his top schools. Jack Wrestler. Jack Wrestler is going to be announcing his college commitment on Monday, June 12th uh, at 2.30 p.m. Pacific on the 247 Sports YouTube channel. Um, you know, he has a top five with, uh, with you know, Arizona State, Oregon, Oregon State, Penn State, Boise State. But he told me that he's more or less working from a top two of Oregon and Boise State. And I've had my prediction on Oregon for Jack Wrestler, um, you know, for, for over a week now. So that's another modern day connection that you have to watch uh, for. The Ducks are also in the thick of it for running back Nate Frazier out of modern day. I think that one's looking like Oregon versus Alabama right now. Uh, he's also going to be taking some some trips out to Texas A&M and Georgia, I believe, according to 247 Sports' Greg Biggins, uh, who does an awesome job. I see him on the recruiting trail all the time, but I think he has some of the updated notes on, on that one. And then you also have Brandon Baker, a five-star offensive tackle that Oregon is going after and that they really covet in the 2024 recruiting class uh, for a Leaktarian company along the line of scrimmage. They're going after him. He's taking an official visit to Georgia and Ohio State. Uh, this month, and uh, I'm sure he's going to get out to Oregon again. Maybe not for an official this summer, but for an unofficial visit. So he's a, a big name for Oregon out of modern day as well. And then you also have Aiden Breland, the number one defensive lineman on the West Coast out of modern day. He's going to be taking his official visit to Oregon uh, on June 23rd as well. Um, that's the huge. That's the biggest, the main recruiting weekend for Oregon in terms of official visits. Uh, this summer. So I'm not saying that Oregon's going to land all those guys, but you know, that those are the guys that you have to know in terms of, you know, guys that Oregon is in legitimate contention for here in the 2024 class out of modern day, routinely top five, top three programs in the entire country year after year. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, we got another guy to talk about at corner for Oregon. I got a little sidetracked there in terms of corner, but we're talking about Aaron Scott Jr. out of Springfield, Ohio. 
he is another big option for Oregon at corner. And I think he's another guy that Oregon's going to turn up the heat on here in the 2024 class as they, uh, as they look to kind of round out, um, you know, some more of that secondary hall here in the 2024 class, Aaron Scott working from a top five that has some heavy hitters and you guessed it. Oregon's one of them. Aaron Scott's working from a top five of Oregon, Michigan, Ohio state, Penn state, and Tennessee. He made it out to Oregon, out to Eugene on the tail end of spring football in late April, wasn't able to stay for the spring game, which was a huge recruiting weekend. As we all know, Ducks landing commitment from Luke Moga, uh, as well as, um, as well as the Ole Miss transfer tight end, um, Casey Kelly, uh, the name was evading me for a second, but Aaron Scott, you know, he's down to five. Uh, I haven't been able to speak with him, but I'm pretty confident in saying that Oregon's going to get an official visit from Aaron Scott, uh, who continues to be one of their top options here in the 24 class at corner. Um, which I guess, you know, the more that I talk about it, the more that I realize it, maybe it is a pretty deep class at corner, uh, you know, nationally, not so much on the West Coast in particular, right? You got Xavier Brown, uh, Dakota Fields, and Marcellus Williams uh, at corner from the West Coast out of Bosco and Modern Day, Sarah. Um, but Oregon's still, and they're not really recruiting Marcellus Williams from what I've been able to tell. Um, and he's been a really solid player for the Braves. So, uh, that was a little bit of a head scratcher for me, but they are recruiting Xavier Brown and then you're able to see Oregon again, go national, uh, for their corners. And it, it bears noting here that corner is such an important position for Oregon to hit on. You know, last year, Christian Gonzalez was such a huge success story, but he came out of the transfer portal. You know, he wasn't necessarily a homegrown guy that they recruited out of high school, um, and in an ideal world, you want a whole secondary, a whole cornerback room full of Christian Gonzalez's. And if you can get a guy like Aaron Scott, um, you know, like Xavier Brown, I think you're really elevating the floor of your cornerback room. And, you know, if Oregon's going to be able to go against these schools like like USC, like Ohio State, like Michigan, you know, just as they really try to make a push to pursue that first national championship and, you know, getting back to the playoff, you're going to need corners. You're going to need guys that can lock up these just elite offensive weapons that, you know, the best teams in the country have. Um, so I think that that just kind of underscores the importance of continuing to hit at every position, but really corner because Oregon's recruited the cornerback position pretty well. You know, Dante Manning's the highest rated corner to ever sign with Oregon five-star out of Missouri 2020 class, but you know, he hasn't really hit his ceiling or, you know, he hasn't really, he definitely hasn't hit his ceiling, but he hasn't quite panned out how a lot of fans expected and how I'm sure the Oregon staff expected, the first staff that recruited him. So all that goes to say, you know, I feel like I might do a, a separate show on just this topic in particular, but you can recruit all the talent in you in the world that you want. You can recruit All-American after All-American. You can recruit five stars galore. That doesn't mean anything if they don't pan out, if they don't develop into the players that, that you need them to be, that you want them to be, that they can be. And, and that goes hand in hand with, with coaching, right? You got to identify them, you got to recruit them, and then you got to develop them. You can't just identify and recruit them and then stop at the second step. That's not going to get you championships and that's not going to get them to the league, which is ultimately what a lot of these top recruits want. Um, so that being said, I don't think that Aaron Scott, like I've said in previous episodes, I don't think he's a guy that, that Oregon necessarily leads for. 
but I still think there's a reason to believe that they can make some noise there. You know, Ohio is never going to be an easy state to, to pull guys from unless the Buckeyes just, you know, out of nowhere, just crumble and fall off of, you know, national relevance. That's just, and I don't see that happening. So, you know, Aaron Scott, Bryce West out of Cleveland. That's another corner that the Ducks, I believe, are recruiting. I don't know how actively they're recruiting him, but that's another guy that has landed on their radar. Um, so we have a couple more guys to talk about, if you can believe it, um, at corner here in the, the 2024 class. I'm going to go ahead and uh, and get these, get these highlights up. Bear with me here. Um, all right. We're going to be talking about Kobe Black. Kobe Black is a five-star wide receiver, not wide receiver, what am I saying? Kobe Black is a five-star corner um, in the 2024 class. Um, five-star corner out of Waco, Texas, Connolly High School. Um, so Oregon, um, it looks like they're going to be getting Kobe Black on campus this, this month, excuse me. Uh, and Kobe Black right now is is working from a top 11. So when you see that many schools still involved, he said that his recruitment's 100% open. But Oregon is one of those schools still in the running for Kobe Black alongside LSU, Ohio State, Texas, Alabama, USC, Oklahoma, Florida. You know, the list goes on. But the fact that they're going to be able to get him on campus this month, I think, is great. And it also, you know, makes me think, Oregon's going to over-recruit the cornerback position. You know, I think that two is probably, you know, that sweet spot, the right number for them, but they're in the running for so many good guys. I think they're going to find themselves in the situation where, you know, it's like, we just have to take this guy and we'll figure out the numbers later. Um, and I think that that's a position that you want to be in. It's not sustainable necessarily, but that's indicative of the direction that Oregon recruiting is going uh, I'm not saying that they're going to land Kobe Black necessarily, but if you get a guy on campus, we've seen time and time again how quickly things can change with one visit. Um, and then you know you see how versatile Kobe Black is here. Um, you know on on the highlight tape, doing a lot of damage uh, at receiver. Um, you know seeing that guy's play play two ways. Let me just double check. Yeah, it says wide receiver, cornerback, quarterback out of Connolly High School. So these are his junior year highlights. I just wanted to make sure that I had the right guy up there. Um, but he's another guy that you have to watch for, for Oregon. You know, they're, they're still remaining involved. And, you know, he's probably a guy that's going to drag the recruiting process out, seeing that he is so coveted and he probably wants to take a lot of trips. I haven't been able to talk to him during this process, but, um, you know, Oregon's really, really trying to make some noise in Texas. And that's good for them because, Texas is one of those states that is, you know, it's east, but it's not southeast. It's not super, super east. And it's been a pipeline state that they've been able to pull from year after year. Because what do we see every cycle? It only gets harder the further east that you push, which is so funny that I say that because Oregon's two 2025 commits are both from the state of Florida. Um, so, you know, there, there are those exceptions, but that's a trend that I've seen, you know, in my years of covering college football recruiting. All right, then last guy that we're going to be talking about here is Selman Bridges, who's another corner out of the state of Texas. Um, he comes from Temple, Texas, out of Lake Belton High School. And uh, this is another big name for Oregon. And uh, not a five-star, but he's a borderline five-star. He's listed on the 247 Sports Composite as a four-star, .9709, 
number 51 player in the country, number five at his position of cornerback, and the number 10 player in the state of Texas. So what do we know about Selman Bridges? You know, what kind of what kind of little notes can we bring to the table here um, for another big time corner out of the state of Texas? Well, he's working from a top nine that he just released about a month ago. Uh, top nine of Arkansas, Oregon, USC, TCU, LSU, Texas Tech, Texas, Oklahoma, and Texas A&M. This is another guy that I think is going to be getting out to Eugene in the month of June. Um, so, you know, US, Oregon didn't have the huge opening weekend that USC did, but would not be surprised in the least if they have that during that June 23rd weekend. And then what are they going to do in the meantime? They're going to still bring some of these guys out, probably even for unofficials, make that good impression, try to solidify themselves as contenders for guys like Selman Bridges and, and Kobe Black, um, guys that they haven't necessarily had a lot of recruiting buzz for uh, earlier on this cycle. But you bring them in for an unofficial, you know, you show them what's rocking in Eugene, you bring some of those Texas guys in that are already committed um, to, you know, try to make them more comfortable and say, hey, this is why we hopped in. You know, you should definitely give Oregon a serious look. And then maybe they come back again for an official later in the summer, maybe in the season. You got to keep taking those swings for those top, top guys. So that's kind of my feel here with Kobe and and, and Selman, uh, respectfully, Kobe Black and um, respectively and Selman Bridges, you know, not guys that I think Oregon has really made a bunch of noise with earlier on. But if you bring them out to campus, you know, they'll probably give you a serious look. And, um, you know, you just got to keep staying in the mix with, with some of these elite guys. So those are pretty much the, the main points that I had on today's episode. You know, Oregon uh, did lose that battle for Dakota Fields. But if you the point that I'm getting across is that they're still in contention for some serious talent at corner. Uh, I like where they stand for Xavier Brown. I like where they stand for Chris Johnson, who's going to be on campus for multiple visits this spring. Uh, just or sorry, this uh, month of June. So I think things are going to be all right for Oregon and Demetrius Martin at the cornerback position when it comes to recruiting and the class of 2024. But that'll do it for this episode of the Ducks Dish podcast today, guys. Important to lock in with me on social media. I'm at mtorussports on Twitter as well as Instagram. And then you can find me on YouTube at Oregon Football Max Taurus. And then make sure you guys tap in to ducksdigest.com for my latest written coverage of Oregon football and Oregon football recruiting. And uh, yeah, share the show with your friends, with your family, and with other Duck fans. And until next time, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.